0: The ringing of Bobby's cell phone brought an abrupt halt to their chess game. Charles paused, his forefinger hovering over his queen. Do you need to get that? Bobby checked the caller ID and frowned. It was Rocky calling from her private phone. Yes, I do. Excuse me, please. Charles gestured his assent. By all means, should I leave the room? Don't be ridiculous bobby said then into the phone asked why are you calling because granville called me rocky said tensely road noise in the background she was in her car mansfield's with him at the river place mansfield got a text from granville saying daniel vartanian knew about the product that he's coming with the state police granville says he didn't send the message i don't think he's lying bobby said nothing this was far worse an outcome than expected. After a moment of silence, Rocky hesitantly added, Fartanian wouldn't have warned them. I think he would have just shown up with a SWAT team. I, I think we were too late. We were too late? Bobby asked scathingly, and there was silence. All right, Rocky said quietly. I was too late, but it's done now. We have to assume the river place has been compromised. Fuck, Bobby muttered, then winced when Charles lifted his brows admonishingly. Clear out by the river, not the road. The last thing you want is to meet the cops coming in as you're driving out. Call Jersey. He's moved shipments for me before. Granville called him, and he's on his way. Trouble is, we can only fit six in the boat. Bobby scowled. Jersey's boat is big enough to fit 12 in the cargo hold easily. That boat's elsewhere. This is the only vehicle he had available. Damn it. Bobby glanced at Charles, who listened avidly. Eliminate what you can't carry. Make sure you leave nothing behind, understand? Nothing can remain. Use the river if you don't have time to make other arrangements. There are some sandbags behind the generator. Bring them here. I'll meet you at the dock. We'll do... I'm on my way down there to make sure those two don't fuck it up. Good. And watch, Granville, he's... Bobby glanced at Charles again, saw he now appeared amused. He's not stable. I know. One more thing. I hear Daniel Vartanian went to the bank today. This was far better news. And what did he hear that he came out with? Nothing. The safe deposit box was empty. Of course it was empty, because I emptied it myself years ago. That's interesting. We'll discuss it later. Now move. Call me when the job is done. Bobby hung up and met Charles' curious gaze. You know, you could have told me Toby Granville was unraveling before I took him on as a business partner. Freakin' crazy SOB. Charles' mouth curled up in a self-satisfied smile. And miss all the fun? I don't think so. How is your new assistant working out? Smart. Still gets a little green around the gills when she has to process orders, but never lets the men see it, and has never stopped her from getting the job done. Excellent. Glad to hear it. He tilted his head. So is everything else all right? Bobby sat back, brows lifted. Your business is fine. Nothing else is your business. As long as my investment continues to pay dividends, you may have your secrets. Oh, you'll get your dividends. This has been a very good year. Base business profits are up 40%, and the new premium line is just flying out the door. But you're about to eliminate stock. That was stock at the end of its useful life, anyway. Now, where were we? Charles moved his queen. Checkmate, I believe. Bobby swore lightly, then sighed. So it is. I should have seen that coming, but I never do. You've always been the master of the chessboard. I've always been the master. Charles corrected, and pure reflex had Bobby sitting up a little straighter. Charles nodded, and Bobby swallowed back the annoyance that rose every time Charles tugged the reins. Of course, I didn't drop by simply to beat you at chess, he said. I have some news. A plane landed in Atlanta this morning.